It doesn't have the technology to pierce holes into your pants so that I can hear you better. It's going to be muffled. That sounds dirty. A little bit. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Are you ready to listen to a podcast? Welcome to the Nothing Podcast with Jody and John Z. Find, subscribe, and listen to podcasts about everything and nothing. Nothingpodcast.io. Now you can start listening. All right. Welcome to the Nothing Podcast where we talk about everything and nothing. As you can hear, Joe. You sound, you sound a lot better today. I wonder why. Why might that be, John? Well, because I'm an idiot, for one. Uh, for two, um, I'm an idiot. So, you want to tell, uh, we, when we started this podcast, you want to tell everybody the story about how you got your mic? Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. So I said, hey, John, you're an audio guy. You work in audio and radio. What should I buy? And you said, you know what, a, a good, solid podcast mic you know, not too crazy expensive. It's the Blue Yeti. What did I do? You bought the Blue Yeti. And what did you do? I decided to go with my uh, my Scarlet, um, and uh, just because I had it, and I wanted a condenser mic, and uh, and uh, it, it it messed up. It messed up a large the last few podcasts. If you if you have been with us all these podcasts, you will know and notice. If you go back, that I sound like crap in every single one of them. There was always something that went wrong. In different ways. In different ways every week. Dif- something different every single time. <laughs> and it it bothered me. So I took my own damn advice and I went out and got myself a Blue Yeti. So if you are going to uh, start a podcast, you should go out and get a Blue Yeti microphone. Both of you or all of you who are in the podcast. Not just one. Everyone. <laughs> It's been working fine for me, just for the record. It this is uh, we're going to find out at the end of this uh, this podcast if it's working. But I, I, I'm having uh, I'm having flashbacks, Joe. Flashbacks to a time where I once did not take your advice. And what happened there? Uh, <laughs> it, everything worked out okay, but I should have got what you told me to get. And you eventually did. And I eventually kind did. Of. Yes. The second second time around, yeah. you did. And it worked out much better, didn't it? It did. And we were talking about laptops. Uh, so about, uh, when was it? 2009? It, you know why? Why is that? Because I know things about computers, and you know things about audio. Right, exactly. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. You have audio advice? I take it. Ex- I have computer advice? I should I, take it. I, you should take it. Yeah. So I, <laughs> and I, I didn't. So I learned my lesson uh, the second time. So I bought a, I bought a MacBook of the white version. You told me not to do that. And I did it anyway because I wanted to save myself, what, 150 bucks, I think it was. And, uh, and then uh, it, it worked out fine. But then I uh, had to get a, a new MacBook last year. I took your advice because I learned my lesson. And how is that MacBook now? It's great. It's awesome. Exactly. I love it. It's the one I'm trying to sell, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the one you're trying to sell now. <laughs> I'm not selling it because I don't like it. I love it. I just don't need it for my purposes. And people that complain about the keyboard on this thing, I, I don't get it. I love the keyboard. I I don't mind the keyboard at all. I, I've gotten used to it. I'm I'm getting faster at it too. Like you kind of you kind of work in, your way into it, right? Into a new keyboard, and once you get going, it's fine. So now I. If I go to, say, Susan's laptop, which is my old 2015 MacBook Pro, those keys feel so smushy, I can't type on her laptop anymore. Yeah. I get, when I go to my iMac, it has uh, the keyboard like that, and I and I don't mind it, but I do miss the uh, the iMac or the, uh, the MacBook Pro. You end up missing it, don't you? I do. I really do. Anyway, so we started off not being sports this time, so let's uh, let's dive right into the NHL playoffs where, wow. Yeah. The Vegas Golden Knights have decided to become what we thought they were in October. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that first game was okay. It wasn't the prettiest game. They won, but it wasn't pretty. But then, I I don't know, I got to give credit to the Capitals, man. They're looking really strong up and down the line. It's not like you just look at the last game, game four. Oh, by the way, at the time of this recording, the Capitals are up three games to one with game five coming tomorrow. Anyways, coming um, on Thursday, I think. Oh, is it Thursday? I'm almost well, by the time this podcast comes out, it might already be done. Right. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. 
Either way. Anyways, uh, the last game, game four, I don't think Ovechkin even got a point. But that's the point. He doesn't need to get a point every night for them that for them to win, which is the winning formula. You can't hang everything on Ovechkin every playoff. Yeah, exactly. So they actually have a team game. So some games he's going two goals, some games he's not. He's just more of not the checking role, but he's still effective, you know, kind of canceling out their top lines and stuff like that, right? So you get, and then you get this secondary scoring from Pelly Smith and Wilson, I think, has got one too. And Kempney, like, who are these guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that that's how you win. You need that depth because your top guys cannot score seven goals every game. So that's what impressed me the most about the Capitals. I think that they've been playing really well. Uh, I think that they've had a few lucky bounces. I think that the the lucky bounces that Golden Knights usually get just haven't been coming. They had four posts yesterday or two days ago. Four. Yeah, I think Neil got four alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finally did get one, a pretty one, but still. It was a nice goal. Neil had a bunch of opportunities in front of the net. Yeah. I, so what is it, nerves? Stanley Cup Finals nerves? They they were kind of just riding this, haha, underdogs, but we're beating everybody and they're just having fun. And all of a sudden they're now in the finals and people are giving them a legitimate shot to take home the cup. Do you think that got to them? No, uh, maybe, but I don't think, I think it's more what you alluded to last podcast where you said it was about goaltending, where I said you put anybody in net and you were right. The, the, they need flurry to be flurry and he hasn't been standing on his head and stopping everything. He has been standing on his head, but he hasn't been stopping everything like he did in the first three rounds. He hasn't been stopping everything, but he's still been stopping quite a a few of those crazy ones but let's not do what the vegas golden knights have done to him which is hang him out to dry yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm blaming this on the rest of the team not like he's still every game even though they're losing he's making those crazy saves every once in a while and that those are the game breakers like game savers but it's just not converting to wins anymore because the rest of the team are not playing their part anymore right and you know what i'm saying and they will i think i think they're going to make it at least a game six i do i really do just because of the capital's history of choking really i i I wouldn't mind seeing them win another one especially at home yeah like those home fans look like they're having a lot of fun all dressing up like elvis and i think i think they've already announced there's a parade coming regardless yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Wow, one year in and they're Toronto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll be playing in a parade every year. Just like we do. Exactly. That's right. All right, so look forward to that game. Let's move on to the other playoffs, which we haven't talked about, uh, or the timing of it was last podcast, we had the Cavaliers and the, the Golden State Warriors down three games to two each. Surprise, surprise, they both came back to winning game seven. They've in the finals. We've already had two games in Golden State. Let's talk about game one. I don't know if you saw the the replays of J.R. Smith. The game one is hilarious because J.R. Smith <laughs> is a dumb person. And uh, um, I think it's really funny that the memes that have come out are just hilarious. Um, Did you see LeBron's face? Oh, like... But there's two different faces. Let's describe the first one on the court with a few seconds left. He's just begging Jer, dude, do something. Anything other than what you're doing right now was what was etched on his face. (laughs) And then did you see the replay where he actually LeBron actually tried to call a timeout even? Yes, I did see that. And then back on the bench. He asked the coaches, did we even have a timeout? And the coach is like, yeah, we had one left. And then he just lost it. Just absolutely disgusted. He's just like, you know, I'm not talking to anyone. This this is dumb. So they literally handed the game. Well, I wouldn't say handed the game, but I mean. They had an opportunity. They still yeah, they still had an opportunity because they still went to overtime. So maybe, maybe there's a little criticism warranted there for LeBron. Like, you're still tired. You're still going to overtime. It's not like you lost. 
right? You still have a chance. I have a conspiracy theory about NBA, NBA basketball, which I've gone on and on about quite a few times. But my biggest thing about this whole series is that it's like part four of something I didn't want to see in the first place. So no, I didn't watch it. I watched all the highlights and I thought it was hilarious, but I didn't even watch the game. And I love NBA basketball because I know what's going to happen. They're going to go Cleveland. Cleveland's going to win two games because the refs are going to let it happen. And then they're going to go back to Golden State. And it's going to be, if they get seven games out of this, Golden State should sweep this series or at least take it in five. Golden State is a far better team. I don't care if you have LeBron James on your team. That doesn't make you the best team to, they have, they have Durant, Curry, Thompson. They have a whole bunch of other guys on that team that are way better than anything Cleveland has. It should be a sweep. If it's not a sweep, I call conspiracy. Again. Yeah, because they want to maximize profits, right? Exactly. Those teams are the two most watched teams in the entire league this year. Of course, those are the two teams that are going to be in the in the finals. Now, with that said, though, the NBA is pretty much the only league where one player can make that big of a difference. I, I talked to my brother about this. It's just there's no other league or sport, team sport, where one player has this much impact on a team. Like you could make an argument for like a quarterback in football, but you need a whole bunch of other stuff. There's still 21 other guys. Yeah. So, yeah, you're probably right. 10 other offensive guys and 11 defensive guys and the whole bench. I mean, that, that's a lot of people. I mean, they can have a big impact, but they can't change the, the game the way LeBron can. Yeah, I guess what my point is, is that, yes, LeBron can change. And yes, he's a great player. But Golden State has three, possibly four of those type of players. Like yeah, like I I don't know if I put Thompson up there. I put Draymond okay. Green though. Eh, he's he's not quite one of the best in his position. Anyways, let, let's agree. Golden State has a much better team. Yes, we all know that. Yep. But the Cavs have LeBron. So <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's where we're at. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about the NBA anymore. You're done with the NBA? I'm done with the NBA until yeah. next year. Let, let's swing back to hockey for a second. I'm just, I just want to get your take on the uh, the New York Islanders firing Garth Snow, the GM, and Doug Waite, the head coach, after that. Uh, what, what we predicted where, where they didn't make the playoffs because of the, I guess, lack of foresight into their problems of their team, shall we say? I don't think that it was Doug Waite's fault. But I do think that Garth Snow needed to be let go. I, I just... Garth Snow's an idiot. He's always been an idiot since he stopped being a goaltender and started being a GM randomly. Like, do you remember when he did that? He was once a goaltender, like a third-string goaltender, and then all of a sudden he was the GM of the team. It was pretty sudden. I, I, I remember. I was like, what? He's a GM? Huh? I thought he was still playing in net. He but. was. So, anyways, Lula Morello is a much better GM. You agree? Oh yeah. Like by a times a hundred. So do they, I guess the, the big question in New York uh, is, do they want to keep John Tavares? Does John Tavares like Garth Snow? If he doesn't like Garth Snow, Garth Snow's out the door. I am. I'm, I'm personally in the camp that Tavares did not like Garth Snow because he wasn't doing enough in John's eyes, to push f to be a contender. Right. I mean, we all saw that at the deadline. You guys need a goalie. Why are you not getting a goalie? There's a few goalies you can pick, and they didn't get one. And look what happened. It's annoying, and it's hilarious all at the same time. Yeah, it's annoying, because I want to see John Tavares win. You will, in Vegas next year. <laughs> because they're not signing Perron and Neil? They're just going to save their money for uh, Tavares instead? Without that, without those two players... Like right now, they have thirty million dollars in cap space. They can sign. They can sign uh, Neil and Perron right now. But they're not going to sign Perron because he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. But you sign Neil, you can sign Tavares, and you'll still have twenty million dollars. What? Here's the thing: you got a lot of young guys and kind of middle, middle of the road guys, all getting paid kind of mediocre money. Yep. 
but they're all playing as a team. Yep. What do you think happens to the chemistry of the Golden Knights when you bring a hot shot like John Tavares in at all of a sudden 10, 11, 12 million dollars a year? Do you think you don't think the other guys are kind of like, eh, you know, why is he getting paid so much? Like, yes, he's scoring a couple more goals than me, but like, you know, that kind of. Sure, but I would be more excited to have John Tavares on my team than not have him on my team. I agree. I mean, as a hockey player, I, you, you kind of put, for me anyways, I would put all that stuff to the back of my mind because the goal is always to win. And when you can add a John Tavares, it's going to help. They could sure use him right now in the finals, can't they? Right. Well, you look at the finals, they have one center in Carlson who can play center, and then they have another few guys that just haven't stepped up in the playoffs. Well, they have stepped in the playoffs, just not in the finals. So the other question is, do you think John Tavares would like to play in Vegas? Do you think he would actually like it? Yeah, because after this year, after this year and the run that they had, let me let me just put this out there. He's not coming to Toronto and he's not coming to Montreal. Just that's he's not because he's not a guy who wants that kind of attention. He likes the Islanders because he doesn't have that kind of attention. If he was playing with the Rangers, he would definitely have that kind of attention because they're in Manhattan, um, and the Rangers are New York's team, right? It's like playing yeah. with the Mets and the Yankees. It's the same thing. Who cares if you're a New York Met? Um, yeah, so I think it's the same. So I think that Vegas is new. He's still going to have his star power, obviously. He's still going to have his star power, obviously, but he's not... The pressure. I think it's a, the pressure would not be completely on him. Exactly. The pressure would be on the entire team, I think, more than anything. Right. To, to redo what they did this year. Yeah, I, I agree. I think a team like Vegas would be good for him. I was thinking San Jose, but San Jose just signed Evander Kane to a long-term deal. What do you make of that? No one wants to play with Evander Kane. Evander Kane is... He's a good player, but he's got to grow up. You don't think he's grown up a bit in San Jose? I mean, we didn't hear any craziness coming out of San Jose for the playoffs. No, but he was only there for 15 games. Even I can be okay for 15 games. Well, I guess we'll just wait and see what happens. Because he's now going to be there for, what, another seven years? Seven years. (laughs) Good luck. Seven by six or whatever. San Jose had to, right? San Jose had to do that. They have Joe Thornton's getting old. They lost Marlowe last year. They needed that. Joe Pavelski's not getting any younger. Right, right. I agree. They needed that. And they, and if you look at that contract, that's not a bad contract. I think it's a perfect place for Evander Kane. I just don't think it's a perfect place for John Tavares. I think the perfect right. place for John Tavares is Las Vegas. Well, we'll see because. Yeah, they, they they have the cap space. They have the the need to. Because I, to be honest, I don't know where he would fit in Toronto. That's what I mean by the need. Yeah, he he would be. It would be nice to have him in Toronto for you Toronto people. Um, we'd have to give something up, and we'd have to move guys out of the lineup. That uh, you know, m- maybe if Bozak signed somewhere else, there'd be room. Like, do you put Matthews on the second line? Do you go 1A, 1B? What do you like that kind of dynamic? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I don't, I personally don't think it would fit well with Toronto, but I would love to see him here. I would love to see them shuffle the lineup around to get him in. Yeah, they would have to, they would have to make some space. Like, do you want, here's my question Do you want John Tavares or do you want William Nylander? Oh, I take Tavares any day, but then that, that, I don't think that's the issue. I think that's the issue because <laughs> you have the top six issue. forwards. You have to pay one of them eight to ten million dollars. Right. I rather give. I rather give Tavares eight to ten. Yeah, and I and that's the any right day. decision. Any day. Right. Any day. But I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think so either. Here's to switch gears just a second to go back to the NBA even though I don't want to talk about the finals I want to talk about this <laughs> this uh, this thing that just came up probably about two hours ago we are Tuesday evening this just came out the raps say nobody is considered untouchable good that's what we want to hear right that's exactly what I want to hear like I, I'm looking forward to it. I want them and the Jays. Jays, if you Jays, if you're listening, trade everybody, everybody. That that's 
it's actually not on our list but it, i meant to put it on because they're all saying we got to get rid of hap and John, uh, donaldson right now if we want any value out of it yeah they should have done it two months ago for josh donaldson you don't think you get a good return on hap i think you can oh i absolutely but i think that they that the ship has almost sailed at donaldson donaldson has to come back yesterday and start hitting now if he doesn't hit right 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 like because he, he was put on the dl right yeah he has a calf strain or something like that but if he doesn't come back and light it up in the month of june you're not getting anything for him you're gonna get maybe a top prospect maybe a top 10 prospect in, a, in somebody's and then that's about it you're not gonna get and maybe a few other guys that can plug in but you're not you're not getting as much as you could have at the beginning of the season or at the at the trade deadline last year when I told them to trade them last year. Right. And I, I'd be okay with a bunch of prospects. Um, and then that just makes room in the lineup for some of the other young guys to come up. Yeah. And I, and I, I just want to see, there's some guys that are not named Vladimir Guerrero or Bo Bichette. <laughs> I didn't say his name. I didn't say I know his you name. didn't, but I'm saying that there are other guys <laughs> down there in the minor leagues that can play every day, or at least I would like to see try play every day just to see what they can do. Why not? You're going to lose anyway. You're losing to the Tampa Bay Devil Rays or to the Tampa Bay Rays. They're actively trying to lose and you're losing to them. Get rid of everybody. I don't care. <laughs> blow it up. Yeah, exactly. You, you heard it here. John Z says blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. Raptors. Both Jays and Raptors. Raptors too. If they can get rid of, if they can get rid of Serge Ibaka, oh man, there needs to be some magic happen there. I would really, this is what I'd really like. I would really like to have Andrew Wiggins on my team for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, I don't, I honestly don't think he even wants to play in Canada. I, I like he, he's like declined uh, the Canadian team again. Did you see that report? No, I didn't. He was invited to, for team Canada summer camp and uh, he declined. That's three years in a row. Well, what, what, what's with this guy? Maybe he doesn't want to play for a loser. But this is the era for Canadian basketball. You look at their teams; they're getting stronger and stronger. They, I, I, they may not push the U.S. still, but they at least you know push for maybe even a podium finish. They could if Wiggins played. That's what yeah, I'm saying. You're right. This is the time. This is the time. Why? Why is he not playing? Is, is he secretly hurt? And he's just maybe. I, or he does, or is he just so full of himself? He thinks, ah, oh, they're not going to be able to win, so I don't want to be part of a losing team. I think that he does not like it in in uh, Minnesota not being the guy. He's not the guy. So how, why wouldn't you want to play nationally to prove to everyone you can be the guy? You're right. I I just don't get it. That's my point. I, like I don't see the downside to playing for Team Canada for him in his current situation. Right? Yeah. Let, let's get off this yeah. sports. I'm, I'm, I'm done with the NBA right now. Until everybody, <laughs> so until saying. people get Yeah, traded. we keep talking about it. It's 15 minutes later. Yeah, exactly. People <laughs> are talking people about listening it. going, seriously, you guys said you were done with the NBA. What's up? Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I want the Raptors to trade everybody. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So uh, what? Let, let's switch to tech for a second. Okay. Uh, what's up with this? The Huawei Pro 20 Lite. Light. This come from. It's it's light, so it's it, it looks like the uh, Huawei uh, Pro 20 or 20 Pro, um, but it has lower specs. So you can get it for three ninety nine. So you can get it for four hundred bucks. It has it has the notch. Okay, it definitely has the notch. Um. Which I'm fine with. I'm fine with it having a notch. Kind of. <laughs> sort of. But what I'm trying to get at here is that... The price. It's, it's about the price. It's definitely about the price. It's, it's cheap. It's a, like very, very affordable for somebody who needs a new phone. Right? Right. I agree. How about this... Uh, I had to put it in here. I sent you the link. Yep. Please I'm, click it. I, and look at this picture. It's the Motorola One. Yeah, I saw this already. <laughs> okay, so I know we, we talked about the notch. Yeah. Notch overload. But look at that phone. 
It, even the back, the front, it looks like the iPhone 10. And so does... Like, they're not even trying anymore. I don't think they're trying. And so does the Huawei. The Huawei P20 is the exact same. So, let's talk about this Android innovation stuff. Okay. There's none. They're literally just copying. But you know what this Apple. thing... This, I'm looking at this Motorola One phone. You know what it has that the, the iPhone doesn't have? What? A fingerprint sensor? A chin? A fingerprint sensor. Touch ID. Is it really that difficult? You throw it in the back of the phone, and if you don't want to use it, then don't use it. But at least give me the option to use it. I would rather get this Motorola One than the freaking iPhone 10. Give me my fingerprint scanner back. No, I don't want it back. I do. I want I it. I don't. You, oh, you, you've never lost it. You know what I what want? What are you talking about? I want, I want the option. If I'm spending over a grand on a phone i want at least an option they gave you an option it's called the iphone 8 no that's not an option and that's still <laughs> no if i'm paying over a thousand dollars that's what i want give it to uh, me. dude i i'm done with touch i already i've said it many times i know there's no way i'm going back face id is amazing yeah you should see me log into like my bank and things like that it's just absolutely amazing yawn not doing it nope all right nope I like I like the way it looks. It's a very nice looking phone, but I'm gonna buy the Motorola one just for this. <laughs> <laughs> just to say you have an Android phone, but then you can make it look like you have an iPhone 10. I don't want an iPhone 10. I got an iPhone 6 Plus here. That's fun. Did you get your case yet? By the Which, way. Which, by the way, I did not get my case yet. Every day. Oh come on. Every day last week I was like, did my case come in yet? No, it didn't come in yet. I've messaged them. And they said, wait one more week. And then if it's not there yet, uh, we'll give you your money back. And I said, well, I've been waiting quite a long time. You should give me a, f you should definitely just give it to me for free. Can you ask them to use that refund to, towards, you know, overnight shipping of a new unit to you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? From China? And then. Can you get overnight shipping yeah. from China? Almost overnight. It's like two days. It's not that. That's pretty good. I got a, a 3D printer from China, and it came in like two days. That's awesome. It was fast. Or or I could just get the refund and then buy one that's closer. I got mine from China. I, I haven't seen many close by. Mm, that's too bad. I, I mean, you can try. I'm going to try. You can try. Do it. Just do it. Just go and order another one from somewhere closer. I'm getting a refund before I do that. Because it's, it's sitting over there. I'm itching to put it on my phone. You know what I'm itching for? I'm itching for that that bet to go away so we can get to the other bet. No, no, no. You can't do that. We're doing this bet first. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know what else I'm itching for? What's that? An Apple HomePod. No. No, I'm not. No, you're not. Dude, they, they just announced Canadian release. $449. What? For, <laughs> for one. No. For one. It's not. It's not that much money, is it? $449 for one. Now, not only has does the audio have to be fantastic, but it better reach out and give me a $300 bill or something. Because that's freaking ridiculous. $449? No way. There's not a I chance. know the whole exchange thing is it's crazy right now, but $449. What is it American? $299, I think. That's no. No way. It can't be that. I'm going to find it's it. It's 449 dude. You go look it up all you want. But I, I have not personally heard it yet. And I just don't see it fitting in my uh, my s system here. Like I've told you about my in-house speakers. I, I think we counted. We, I have 24 or so in the house. And I got the Google Home Minis and Google Homes sprinkled around the house so we can talk to it and et cetera, et cetera. But so it, it doesn't fit in my current setup anyways. But even if... I didn't have my setup and I was given the choice of buying an Apple HomePod for $449 or some other thing, I'm pretty sure I'll be buying some other thing because that's some other thing I'll be able to buy at least three or four of. Let, <laughs> let, let me just get this off my chest first. If you're buying it for this, for, for just Googling things, I'd rather Google Google things for me than Siri Google things for me. No, it's not just for I, Googling I things. know, but what I'm trying to get at is the U.S. price for one is $349, so it's only $100 less. Oh, $349. Still incredible that they're even considering... It makes me angry. 
like fiery inside to know that they're trying to get this much out of people for something so stupid and something so smart but stupid i i mean it it could possibly sound amazing i have not heard yet as soon as it hits the stores i'll go in and check it out to see the audio quality and i even see scenarios where it, it would be nice like if you had say when i lived in a condo you know downtown toronto that one speaker could be enough for my entire condo you know what i'm saying yeah maybe. whereas a lot of there are people out there buying two of these things to fill a room with sound better that's almost a grand or or just give me a second you can get a bose audio system like a like a speaker like a mini system like a yeah. mini system or some for yeah probably the same price probably for less yeah and the leftovers you go buy a, like a an amazon echo play or, or amazon echo or sonos play or something whatever that or you can just anything put, else to supplement that bose system here's an idea you know what i'm saying here's an idea get a bose system like a sound bar or something that has bluetooth capability just a thought and just use your dang phone <laughs> sure, but you don't get the the virtual assistant. It's actually really cool. Sure, you do. We, you we get use your it virtual a lot, a assistant. Lot. No, I, I'm not pulling out my phone anymore for that stuff. Oh, you, there, you don't there, have to pull out your phone anymore. Become, you just say OK Google, and it just lights up and says, "Hey, John, what's up?" On your phone? Yeah. When it's in your pocket? Sure. No. You just have to turn on the feature. It can hear you from your pocket. Yeah. Don't no. you should know this. Google's always listening. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have the technology to pierce holes into your pants so that I can hear you better. It's gonna be muffled. That sounds dirty. A little bit, sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, if anybody can do it, if anybody can hear you through your pants, it's, it's gonna be Google. Yeah. <laughs> It's the only one I really feel comfortable with uh, having in my pants. To be Especially after the whole Am- Amazon Echo incident. Yeah, that Alexa chick, she can stay out of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so sticking with Apple here, did you uh, watch any of the WWDC uh, keynote? Once I heard that they weren't going to be releasing any hardware, I did not care. All right, well... I do, because I care more about the software than the hardware. Yes, you do. And I, generally, they don't they don't often release hardware at WWDC. They have before in the past, that's true. But it's more coincidental that it was ready to be released. So let's give the uh, developers a little perk and show them the new devices at WWDC. WWDC is all about the software. So we have all kinds of crazy changes coming up. All this stuff's going into beta right now and won't be released until the fall because the way they do their releases, like, for example, iOS 12 will release in the fall just in time for, you guessed it, the new iPhones. Will it have a fingerprint scanner? No. Hmm. That's gone. Just give it up, man. It's gone. Lame. (laughs) So there's a bunch of new features in iOS 12. I'm not going to go through all of them. You can go to many other sites to find out but there's a couple that i thought was really cool the first one is the message icloud sync do you well obviously you don't use an iphone but this just allows you to sync your iMessages across all your devices through icloud because if you have multiple devices you'll know you'll get some messages on your iphone and some on your ipad and some on your mac and it's always at a you're always wondering hmm am i missing some messages what's going on so i iCloud message sync gets it all together finally when i um switch to my i don't give a crap phone my iphone 6 plus i don't turn on iMessage you won't turn it on come on no because i don't care I don't care if it's blue or green. I just care that it comes in to see but me. But there's a few more features that, that that come with iMessage. Like, for example, the new Animojis. Nah. I need to have, a, I need to have the other phone for that. How, how about the Memojis? <laughs> Did you see the Memojis? Yeah. This is a totally 
think think back to the Nintendo Wii. Right. The, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Or you build your own little character. I will tell you one thing that I really, really liked uh, about this WWDC, about the iOS stuff. Um, I liked that they had like notifications, how it doesn't have like each, they group them now. Yes. yes that, that, I was going to get to that too. Yes. That's another feature I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, just to say Android's had that for years. Um, but, <laughs> That's um, why you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the other things I like is the uh, the the Mac um, OS. No, no, don't go there yet. There, there's a lot to go through here, man. Okay, well, you, you do your thing, and I'll tell you what I like about the Mac OS later. All right, we'll get Stay there. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll get there. The last thing I want to say for the iOS features, I mean, there's a bunch of, sorry, there's two more things. There's a bunch of things like, you know, to, you, tools to help you uh, not use your phone as much. Did you see those? No. The phone phone addiction stuff. They show you how many minutes or hours you spend on per app. And they suggest you put your phone down and start going to sleep and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? I would turn that off immediately. Yeah, it's not coming on my phone at all. But it's, it's there. It's called screen time, by the way. Anyways, the two last things I want to talk about for iOS 12. Number one, FaceTime. Did you see what they added? I did. Group FaceTime. 32 person. 32 person group chat, man. It's going to be fun. And each one can have their own emojis or their face, whatever. I need to get... 32. I need to get at least 31 more friends. So I got you. I need 30 30 more. Oh, I guess so. Because you count as one. <laughs> so I need at least 30 more friends. I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the last feature I want to talk about, CarPlay. Everyone's been going crazy asking for this. Third-party navigation apps. So my new car has CarPlay, and I can only use Apple Maps with it, which for the most part is fine. But there's a about a billion people that want Google Maps or Waze. And now you finally can. And there you go. Is this Apple? Like, when Apple does this and says, yes, we're going to allow Google Maps and Waze and stuff, is it them saying, okay, we give up on our maps because we know we suck? No, not at all. Have you, like, the whole software development process, it's, it's kind of like, I'll give you an example of the original iPhone when they said, Here's the iPhone. You can do web apps. Right. Right. And the reason why is because the toolkits, the frameworks, are were just not ready to ship out to developers to use. Right. So they said, here, do web apps. It takes a lot of time and effort and a lot of smart people to be able to put together these frameworks. And Apple is one of the best at it. They have amazing platforms and frameworks. So what happens internally is, you know, CarPlay comes out and they say, okay, obviously we're going to get our apps on there first, but that's a higher priority than getting, say, the framework for a third party to be able to use it. That's all it is. It's just, it's just a timing thing. Or, or they just know Google does it better. They, they, (laughs) everyone knows that, Uh, even them. They have to know. They, they know, but they still have to get things right before they release those frameworks and toolkits for third parties to integrate. I get right? it. I understand. And that's why, the, the, that's why the experience on the iPhone is always so much better. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Watch right. OS 5. There's a couple of things in there. I mean, I, I love my, my Apple Watch. Incidentally, my AirPods, my, I think my right ear one, my right ear is dead on my AirPods. It's really sucking. Oh, Anyways. First generation Apple product. Who knew I, that I was going to uh, I might have to take it into the Apple store. It should be under warranty. Anyways, you got watchOS 5 coming. Uh, the walkie-talkie mode. I don't know if you saw that. I heard about it. it makes me feel like Dick Tracy. I was going to say, that it, it's even Dick Tracy yellow. That's awesome. <laughs> I think it copies uh, Nextel yellow, but whatever. Let's call it Dick Tracy yellow. Yeah, Dick Tracy. Let's do it. So push to talk from your watch direct to your peers great podcasts directly from your watch to your airpods now siri from your watch without saying hey siri 
you can just lift up your wrist and just start telling your commands. Will she be able to uh, book a, an appointment for me? <laughs> Creepily pretend she's a human? Yeah, if she could do that, <laughs> then maybe I'll get on board. Uh, that was a dumb feature. Anyways, <laughs> the, the, the biggest news out of all this watchOS 5 is actually the omission of something, and that is Apple Series Zero is no longer supported with watchOS 5. For those people so, who don't know anything about whatever you just said, explain. <laughs> it's the original Apple Watch. What they're saying is, we're done with the original Apple Watch. We're no, no longer making new software for it. That's all. It, it's getting old. I'm ready for a new Apple Watch, too. So, whatever. All right. Moving on. Moving on. TVOS. Do you have an Apple TV? No, I have an Android box. You shocked? No, I have both, so you know. I actually, I actually don't have an Android box. I, uh, I have a Raspberry Pi that's running Cody that I programmed. But right, right, right. Yeah, I, ha- I've, I've had three Amazon Fire TVs until recently. Uh, recently, I bought two Apple TVs. Not before the 4K. I had a good deal, like a hundred bucks a piece. I was like, yeah, I'll take them. Um, I don't need 4K on all of them, right? Right. So right now I have two Apple TVs and one Fire TV still. But anyways, the Apple TV, um, the new TVOS coming. The biggest thing is is for the 4K. That's the Atmos Dolby uh, surround sound stuff. That's about it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Apple TV just doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I don't have one. Um but I can get everything I need online. I have I I have my um, my Raspberry Pis, but I also have a um, Mac Mini that's just hooked up to my my TV. Oh, you have a Mac Mini directly to your TV, right? Yeah. So like I I have both. So I really just I like the Mac Mini hooked up to my TV. If I could have an older like I like the older Macs with the the CD drive, so I can put like DVDs if I have old DVDs or whatever. I don't have very many of those anymore, but I have like to have the option. I want to have options, Apple. Side note, I'm going to have a Mac Mini for sale, people. <laughs> it's an, an older one. The one of those white and silver ones with a, you guessed it, CD slot. Oh. A DVD slot. Right. It's my old Indigo server. It's going to be retired because I moved it to my ESXi box, VMware stuff. Anyways, nerdy, nerdy, talk, talk. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Stay tuned, Kid Gigi. Stay tuned. <laughs> The Apple TV, it's funny. It's so such a low-key device because it kind of hides. It's not in your face, but it's the most used device in the house. Because you have kids. It's the easiest thing for them to use. Exactly. We got Plex and Netflix, and they don't know what cable is. They're, my kids are going to grow up not knowing what cable is. They're just going to be knowing, you know, hey, Dad, do you have movie X? Yes. Is it on Netflix or Plex? Like, this is, these are the questions I get. Right. It's it's much different than when we grew up, you know? Where we flick the channels and wait for a cartoon to show up. After watching four hours of commercials, yeah. Yeah. They, like they, It's funny. My kids, when we're at, like, I don't know, my brother's house or other family's house that do have cable, they enjoy the commercials, of all things. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't get any commercials at my house. So... And you know the the kids programming, they always have commercials for like toys. Right. So of course they have they no like idea it. like what kind of toys are out there because they don't get these commercials. That's probably good for you though. <laughs> I it's doubly good for me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was funny. Um I, I did miss something in the iOS, my bad. The the concentration on WWC this year was not on necessarily new features. Right. But on making changes in the, the the core of the OS is to stabilize and optimize your your experience and they announced that things like launching apps are going to be 40% faster uh, you know all these like the uh, the share sheets going to come up 60% faster things like this and that's that's universal that's not like my phone the iPhone 10 the newest phone is going to feel faster 
we're talking your iPhone 6 Plus is going to feel faster. Not just that. It's not that either. It goes right to back to iPhone 5S. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying the 6 Plus for you specifically. Right, for me. So this OS is going to be great for you because it's going to make your phone feel faster. And it's an older phone too. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. My I don't give a crap phone is going to be getting a little bit of a bump. Yeah, that's great. So last, of course, is Mac OS, the forgotten stepchild of Apple, I think. <laughs> Can I tell people what my favorite part is yet? Is it is it dark mode? Do you like dark mode? It's dark mode. Yeah, dark, dark mode. mode. I love dark mode. I, I If you've ever seen my programming environment, it's pretty much a black screen with colored text everywhere. <laughs> I am the epitome of dark mode. I love dark mode. I like the idea of it. I can't wait till I can get it onto uh, my MacBook. There's some uh, uh, new announcements of uh, Mac OS Mojave, which is the code name for it, by the way. Um, they're removing support for OpenGL and OpenCL. I don't think you care. I don't know what that is. Okay. So <laughs> they're just getting developers to move away from OpenGL and OpenCL to metal and uh, metal computing, I think the uh, framework. Yeah, what does that mean? Called. OpenGL is the uh, 3D um, toolkit, basically, framework that you use to program against for for gaming and high-performance graphics stuff. OpenGL is historically known to be, quote-unquote, cross-platform. So you would be able to, you know, program a 3D app of some sort on your Mac be able to take it to a Linux box easily. Whereas right. when you were programmed directly to say Windows DirectX or something, you can't move that code anywhere. Anyways, they're getting rid of that in favor of the new frameworks, metal, metal computing. Again, nerdy talk. Who cares? No, no, no one here is interested, I don't think. I just went over my head, man. Sorry. <laughs> Dark mode. That's all people care about. Colors or not colors. Have you tried dark mode on the uh, iPhone, by the way? No, but uh, I probably should update the iPhone to do that. Um, I tried it. It's it's okay. Some parts of it were, were good, but you can tell it was not globally, you know, uh, spread throughout all their apps yet. For one thing, some apps look terrible, but the biggest drawback of dark mode on the uh, iPhone or my iPhone anyways, I think the last two iPhones, um, is that it cancels out True Tone. Now, if you've ever used True Tone, you, A, probably don't even know it, but B, if you ever turned it off, you wouldn't know it. It looks, it looks terrible. Like, I didn't realize how attached I was to True Tone until I tried Dark Mode. Everything just looked much harsher. Almost like stinging in my eyes, kind of harsh. Yeah, well, I use the Samsung. We don't need True Tone and all that other stuff. No, you just it's, uh, you're you're willing to hurt your eyes all the time. I know. Yeah, I'm okay with it <laughs> because have you seen these screens? Dang, I guess you have now because you have an iPhone 10. <laughs> yeah, we finally got your three year old tech. You're saying? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no more computers, dude. Let's go to cars. Cars. Did you did you test drive more cars yet? I have not test test drove any other cars um, because I I'm kind of stalled on what I want. But uh, I, I'm I'm kind of at the point of do I want to buy a used Chevy Volt, which would be um, interesting, or do I want to go with a Prius Prime, which I don't? Um, do I want to go with a Honda Clarity? Do I want to go with a Ionic from Hyundai. I'm just kind of at that point where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take a little step back and just figure out what I want. So what happened to Toyota that we're talking about hybrids and stuff and they're just not, they're barely in the mix. I'll tell you why. I liked the Toyota. I liked a little bit of the drive. I just think that Hyundai, it was just much smoother toyota didn't have carplay apple android nothing there's nothing in it there's there that's one thing that i just don't understand everybody else is adopting this and this is one of the big features features for a lot of cars and they're just sticking to their really clunky 
very silly um, OS, I guess it would be for their for their cars. The infotainment system called Entunes. Yeah, I've tried it. Man, test code of Sienna. It's terrible. Entunes is terrible. It's slow. It's so boggy and just. It feels like you know what it feels like. It feels like I'm running it on my iPhone 3G with iOS 12. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like they're trying it's to like, get the latest thing on this slow ass hardware. Yeah, it is stupid. That's what it feels like, and that's what's wrong with Toyota. I bet you, and and I'm, I trust Toyota more with the hybrid because they've been doing it longer. But I just can't see myself in their car when they can't even adopt something so easy as Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Yeah, I agree. Um, but also, my biggest thing about Toyota is all these other companies have kind of leapfrogged them in the whole hybrid space. What's going on? Yeah. What happened? The, what went wrong? I think it's because everybody thinks it's ugly. Like Prius is always the butt end of the joke type of thing. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> I, I think wanted that, one, but I, think I agree. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted one too. But I think the smartest thing for them to do is to change the name. Like just cut the name out altogether. Start a whole new line of cars with the Prius Tech. I mean, yeah, I think they should. I think that the, it's like the Civic, for example, for the Honda. You're not going to change the Civic. The Civic is always going to be the Civic. The Prius is always going to be the Prius. The Prius is always going to be the butt end of the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. If they just change it just a little bit, like for this Prius Prime, the plug-in, the plug-in hybrid, don't call it a Prius Prime. Just just call it your Prime if you want. I don't care. The Prime. Right? Yeah. The, Sounds Optimus like. <laughs> the Toyota Prime would actually sound really cool. Right? Yeah, I agree. Just cut out the Prius name altogether because that's what's drawing you down and your stupid, stupid car play bull crap that you're trying to throw on people and make people use there seems to be a little light at the end of the tunnel the uh 2019 toyota corolla apparently is going to ship with carplay it's about time it's about four years too late yeah (laughs) way too late it's it costs them at least one sale on for me because i've always trusted toyota and their reliability and everyone knows that and my biggest thing Sorry. Go no, on. I'm just they they kind of just riding that coattail and not putting much effort into going forward. My biggest thing with Toyota is they have the stock. They've done this before. They've been doing this for years. They have the people that are in their like um each um store or each um what are they called now? The dealerships? Yes, there you go. <laughs> knew you had. I knew you had you here for a reason. Um, each dealership, they have guys that are trained to fix these cars. Where I'm talking, I'm talking about a Chevy Volt to getting one, an, an old, older Chevy Volt. I just talked to uh, the local Chevy dealership just about like fixing them. They don't even have somebody on site that is able to fix them that's qualified who's been through the training there's no way i can buy an uh, even a used chevy volt when you don't even have a guy that can that knows what he's talking about i'm gonna have to do it in my in my garage myself that's pretty funny i did i did ask the, my dealer do you guys have anybody here that can service this car when i bought my hybrid car and he assured me he has they have a they have more than one good so, uh, they, they look like they're going forward I want. I wanted to talk about my car for a little bit. Okay. Because, so I've had it for almost a month now. We're just a few days away from the one month mark. Ask yep. me how many times I've bought gas. Okay. Hey Joe. Yeah. What's up? How many times have you bought gas? Zero. <laughs> now ask me how far I've driven my car. How how uh, how far have you driven? We've gone. About 1,800 kilometers. Wow. In the last month, and I have not bought gas yet. How good does that feel? It feels fantastic. Like, when we bought the car, the theory was most of our driving is in-city, you know, taking the kids to school, taking the kids to soccer, taking the kids to hockey, going shopping, grocery shopping, blah, blah, that kind of stuff. 
and a few errands. errands. Yes, I guess you can. There's a word for that, isn't there? <laughs> yes. I'm glad there's somebody that knows English. I got you covered, buddy. <laughs> Just like you had me covered with dealerships. So that was the theory, and it's it's turning out to be true. And it, just last weekend, we went on a road trip from Barrie all the way down to Bowmanville. And that trip took three-eighths of our tank of gas. Otherwise, we'd still have half tank of gas right now. So it, it, depending on your habits, like if you go out of town a lot, you may not see this these kind of numbers. But, you know, we have two cars. We could theoretically just take the other car. It's a smaller car if we didn't need to pack up a lot of luggage or anything and just keep this car just for local city driving it's been absolutely amazing i've we charge it every night and uh i'll i think the hydro bill is coming soon so i'll, I'll do a comparison say from the previous month to the to the month the first month that we had our car and compare it to like say last year in the same time frame just to see what the numbers look like but by my calculations at most our hydro bill is going to go up 40 or $50. That'd be great. And we used to spend, say, $300 on gas per month for the main family car because it, it does all the driving, right? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. The math is already adding up for us. Um, I highly recommend you, you people take care of the, uh, take advantage of that EV rebate before it disappears. It goes yeah. away. There's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before before June seven, yeah, I, I got my application in. They've acknowledged that they've received my application. So hopefully, they'll be cutting me a check for that rebate soon. Well, I hope so too because uh, I still haven't decided what I want yet. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to do it quick if you want that rebate, people. Go go go! Yeah, no, it's been good. And the the charge station, if, especially if you're in a big city like Toronto, there are free chargers everywhere. That's great. Uh, there, there was one up here uh, by the Best Western, and I've, I'm, I'm only one for three. The first two times I went there, there's some regular car parked there. <laughs> like, right. I, so I actually parked the car, went inside, and asked them about the charge station. It's at a Best Western parking lot. They said it's a uh, public charging station. You don't even have to stay at Best Western to charge there. That's so awesome. The second time I came by, again, there was a car parked there. But the third time I came by, it was finally... You it, were that car that third It was time. free. So I, I just parked, <laughs> plugged in, and went down the street to Tim Hortons for lunch. It's fantastic. Uh, lunch. I remember having that. You need to move back. So we can do lunch. So we can do lunch. Maybe do a podcast over lunch and not have to stay up till 12, 1, 2 in the morning. Oh, that's kind of the fun part. <laughs> Especially, uh, you're going to need me. Staying up until one o'clock with you once that baby comes. Next week, buddy. Next week. It looks like it's coming. Maybe next podcast, there'll be a third person on the podcast. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Especially if it cries. Yeah, it's going to be crying the whole time. I love how we both called it it there. It's great. Did I announce that the gender of this baby yet? It's a girl. Yeah. By the way, it's a girl. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can officially uh, say it's a she. She'll be on the podcast next week, maybe. We'll see. Well, let's uh, stay tuned and find out. Wish me luck. <laughs> Good luck, Joe. Thank you. Godspeed. <laughs> Wait, I don't do any work for that part. <laughs> you should be wishing Susan luck. <laughs> Susan, it's me, John. If you're listening to me and the podcast, it's because Joe has made you but good luck push hard <laughs> I, I want to know where you're going with this <laughs> I got nothing else after that but good luck no because you have no babies and you don't know what what's involved that's right and and, and uh, I, I, I think that's how it works good luck and push hard yeah that's it that's all you have and, to do uh, yeah. that's <laughs> Joe you just uh, you stay there and give her some good moral support I'm just there to look pretty <laughs> I, I hardly do it a job on that too i think our, our podcast is uh just kind of everybody knows when it's ending because we just dwindle down <laughs> the, we don't say a lot we kind of just go off in random tangents about different things like babies like babies and pushing, and pushing. yeah <laughs> yeah so uh 
I think that's a wrap. If you're still, <laughs> if you're still listening, you should have stopped about three minutes ago. <laughs> At least. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Until next week. We'll see you later. Peace out. Bye. Download the podcast. This has been a Nothing Podcast production. Download the podcast now. Find more at nothingpodcast.io.